What's up, everyone? You are now listening to another episode of Full Drop Podcast, a podcast where I, your host, give you the drop on everything local and abroad, where that's sneakers, clothing, music, and much, much more. On this episode, we have a very special guest. He's a muralist, graphic designer, and overall creator. Absolutely loved hearing his story and knowing that all his paintings have a meaning behind it um, just makes them that much more special, you know? Everything happens for a reason and you can truly tell that all his art pieces have a meaning behind it. And he put his, you know, his soul, his heart, everything blood sweat and tears go into his artwork that he creates so absolutely love that and i hope you guys love uh hearing this episode and i hope you guys get motivated by this that's my main goal when doing stuff like this is that you guys get motivated you guys take something out of it um and we had a very long conversation before during the podcast obviously and even after i know i'm gonna be working with this individual for a very long time so as always please welcome our very special guest at this time Seriaco garcia All right, guys, so we are here with our very special guest at this time. Please introduce yourself. Who do we have here today? My name is Siriaco Garcia, also known as Siri Caso. Nice. Um, so where were you born? I want to go back to, like, the early days. Um, where were you born? I was born in uh, Furbault, Minnesota. Nice. So uh, we moved around a lot, and my mom was going from Texas to Iowa to Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just pulled over to Furball, Minnesota, and just had me real quick on yeah. on the road type thing. Yeah, yeah. How how do you think that like growing up in Minnesota? Because I didn't even I didn't think of that, bro. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Minnesota. How was it growing up there? So it's crazy because I feel like I live different lives in different yeah. cities. So I would say I grew up in Eagle Pass, Texas. Yeah. But then we had a little um, little time in Minnesota, probably a couple years up there, and then. Uh, most of my time was here in uh, Ames, Iowa. Yeah. So it's just different cultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that, you know. You run around with different people in every city, every state, so. Yeah. How was that transition from Texas to Iowa? I mean, hella white people. Yeah. Right there, a lot of white people. And uh, mm-hmm. I was getting in trouble in Texas. So uh, when I came up here, the tr- there was no trouble. Yeah. And nobody was trying to mess with me because, you mm-hmm. know, at any what time it was. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just... I had to find something else to do, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't mm-hmm. no hanging around outside. It was more like, you know, you go after school and do sports and stuff or stay home, watch TV or whatever, you know, you're not going out there for trouble. So I like that right there. Mm-hmm. How do you think that shaped you to to how you view life now? Like, was it hard growing up in Texas? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah? I mean, we were like poor as hell down there mm-hmm. in Texas and stuff, and it was hot as fuck, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So where I grew up, it was a lot of gangs and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was involved in a couple of them and stuff. Yeah. So um, it was, I'll take it to like my my seventh grade year, mm-hmm. Eagle Pass. Um, I was pretty much running the show there at the at the junior high and stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And uh, I ended up getting in trouble every day, getting suspended, jumping new members and stuff, acting like I was the dude, even yeah. though I'm only fucking 12, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, what's it called? The, the big the big thing that impacted my life was I got to a point where I started 
getting scalpels from science class mm-hmm. and threatening to kill like threatening to kill people but not obviously no you know yeah. i was starting to stab them i need money for my lunch or whatever mm-hmm. and one day in class the scalpel i fell in my pocket made this loud ass noise mm-hmm. and then the teacher was like what was that what was that and we had security at our school too so um it fell on the ground and stuff and she's like what what are you what are you gonna do with that like what are you playing are you trying to hurt yourself are you trying to hurt others and i was like I don't know what that is. That fell off the book. That's a model. Like, hey, that's not mine, you know. Yeah. And, and people were down with me. They're like, "That's not his." Mm-hmm. But she already knew what time it was and stuff. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she called security. They took me in. Took me to the to the office. Mm-hmm. The vice principal was going crazy on me, yelling at me, screaming at me. And then as soon as I walked out of the office, I was like, "Damn, I wish I could kill this bitch." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they took it as a threat, mm-hmm. and they sent me to an alternative school. Go to this alternative school, bro. And I'm the only one from my hood there. Yeah. Everybody else was older. We had high schoolers there. And I was a fucking junior high. Mm. And they would always start to beat my ass every day, every mm. day. And to the point where, like, every day I got off of school, I'd have mm. to run straight home right away. Damn. I'd get a head start. Yeah. I'm running, 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 running. Because these motherfuckers are fast. They're yeah. high schoolers, bro. I was already made it all the way home, bro. Slammed the door in their face and shit type thing. Damn. So I was every day. I was out turning to school for like probably three weeks because they would try to bully me mm-hmm. every day, bro. I'm telling you. Fights every day. Yeah. Until I got a phone call from my Aunt Rita. And um, she was like, you want to come up here? You want to, you know, come test it out? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was one of my favorite aunts ever. And came up here, bro. And it was just like culture shock because there's no trouble here. Yeah. I don't have to run home. Mm-hmm. And people saw me as the bully now. Yeah. So it's like. You know, the roles were changed and stuff. And, yeah. and I didn't want that. I didn't want to bully nobody and shit. But I still was getting in trouble in school. And she mm-hmm. told me, look, if you're going to be here, you're going to get a job. You're going to work. You know, you're going to do something to stay busy. You're going to finish school. Yeah. And then uh, you're not going to get in trouble because if you get in trouble, you're going back to Texas. Yeah. And then that right there here and going back to Texas, I'm like, fuck, Hell, I'm, not, nah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not going. So, yeah. Yeah. How was it? Like, you said you were kind of basically running the show like how was that how your mindset like going from from that into like a school like you're getting chased bro yeah so like from running the show and like doing that i had little foot soldiers or whatever you want to call them and Mm -hmm. stuff i had them doing my little dirty work and stuff Mm -hmm. but i already knew what time it was because the reason i had the biggest rank was i was the one that's getting the most fights yeah the most rowdy and shit yeah and going to that other school where it's on the opposite side of town yeah by like the border because we Mm -hmm. live in the border town and you have some of the these kids were I can't even tell you man they had tattoos in their face they had mm-hmm. tattoos everywhere bro and I'm saying these motherfuckers are sophomores juniors and shit yeah. already have tattoos big as hell you know motherfuckers in Texas big as fuck yeah um, it, it was like intimidating at first but then I also had to keep my head up cause I'm like you know what I'm saying I, I know I know who I am and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna back down from nobody yeah so yeah it was intimidating man like crazy mm-hmm. yeah. that's crazy how, how do you think that influenced you and your art because I know I, I can kind of see it and like you said like the dreams that you had in the past stuff that you yeah. like and, and like that big that one that you have right there yeah. you do you did some border stuff too as well and then um, did you get inspiration from that to create yeah yeah that that inspires me a lot because it's it's a life that many people don't get to live mm-hmm. and I lived it at a young age and I felt like I was older yeah you know what I'm saying like we lived the the what people see on TV type yeah. thing, you know what I'm saying? What you see in the movies and blood yeah. and blood out and chased and fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I lived that at a, at a young age and stuff, but um, that really like, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but it, it was just like, it just comes up and shit. Like mm-hmm. right now in my adult life and stuff, and it just makes for a good painting, you know? Yeah. So yeah. That's dope. Why, were you always artistic when you were growing up or when were you introduced to that type of 
just art. So my brother Miguel Lomeli, mm-hmm. um, we have different dads and stuff. But his mm-hmm. dad was an artist. My dad was a druggie. Mm-hmm. I always say that shit. But yeah, um, he, his dad was an artist, and and he was inspired by his dad or whatever. He, he wouldn't really come around like that a lot. Mm-hmm. But my brother Miguel, bro, was one of the best artists ever. Yeah, uh, seven eight years old, bro, doing portraits, doing like color pencil portraits of like the mm-hmm. family, doing some crazy shit, switching it up, bro, making us ma- making us Digimon characters. Yeah, you know of the family and shit. And I saw that I'm like, damn, this motherfucker is good as fuck. I'm like, can you teach me how to draw something? He said, yeah. What do you want me to draw? I want you to teach me how to draw a muscle. He said, yeah. all right, you put two C's together, an opposite of them. From there is game over. Early on in my my art career, I was like probably like five or six. I was drawing my head. Yeah. In Goku's body, so that's why I need to know what the muscles. Yeah, yeah. So he he influenced that a lot, and then yeah, he he's kind of just like a shyer person and stuff, and mm-hmm. me, I'm more outgoing and stuff like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't go and ask him again. You know, I'll just do my own thing. Yeah. Because he was busy with music too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing with 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 like my style now. It's like mm-hmm. he had art, but then he had music, and then he had other stuff. You know, mm-hmm. so there's different ways that he wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't just have one thing you stick to it and that fails and then now you're I don't know, mopping yeah. up Wendy's or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember the first art piece that you created, like drawing or sketch? Yeah, um the first art I think my mom has it, but um it was it was of a tree and mm-hmm. I was hitting it with the brush strokes, yeah, you know, getting different colors and shit in there. Mm-hmm. And it was a painting. And yeah, I, I didn't like doing that, but they made me draw a tree and shit. Tree. Switch it up, man. Stop drawing, yeah. drawing Goku and shit. Goku. <laughs> obsessed or what? Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's funny that you say that because when I first got into drawing, my first thing that I wanted to do was um, wrestlers. Wrestlers. So I was trying to do those muscles, too, yeah, and like yeah, get yeah. get all that going with them. So I think that's funny. Um, do you For someone that's never viewed your art before um, or seen it, how would you explain it if you could? Uh, see, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I like to do my stuff 100% unique, mm-hmm. 100% like what I want to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, going into like art schools and not really an art school, more like art colleges or whatever the hell you want to call them. Yeah. Um, I would see a lot of people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And when I take tours, it'd be like sculpture paintings or, or trees, landscapes, whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. But there was nothing real about it. You know what I mean? I mean, you could tell, you could paint a tree and be like this is the saddest tree in the world every leaf is a tear from yeah children and shit nah i'm like i want to do something i want to do like my drawings and and, and my vision you know mm-hmm. there's what's the point of me going to this school if i can't do me you know what i'm saying i'm not going to come out and be a copycat and mm-hmm. that's what i feel a lot of people don't when they graduate they don't get far mm-hmm. with their art and they become whoever they want to become yeah but i kept mine 100 unique i like doing switching it up and doing different mm-hmm. things so yeah for sure um were you ever kind of told not to create when you were growing up or were you always kind of encouraged to design and kind of whatever you have feeling or whatever you you know want to get out to put it on pieces of paper so the craziest part about that is i just drew just to drew just to draw and shit mm-hmm. i never really viewed it as something i wanted to do for the rest of my life i mm-hmm. wanted to be a football player yeah you know so all through high school i was grinding thinking i'm going to the nfl thinking all that you know what I'm yeah saying? high school dreams where you gonna get drafted yeah, yeah. I'm like, they're gonna draft a 511 <laughs> yeah. uh, mexican uh, offensive lineman no, yeah but um that that didn't happen and then you know my mom got deported and shit so that really like opened my eyes and my art teacher, Miss Hasselbrock, she slapped this Pablo Picasso book on my table. Mm-hmm. She said, look at all the shit that he went through. Yeah. And it's like autobiography about him. Yeah. Like, look at all the shit he went through and look at how he put the pain in the paintings. Mm-hmm. And that stuck to me forever. And that like unlocked the fucking, 
unlocked my brain and shit. Started yeah. looking at shit differently. For sure. And that's where uh, Siri Caso comes from. Because yeah. I was inspired early on by Paul Picasso. Mm-hmm. It was about a week left before I graduated high school. And that's when I did my first ever like painting, painting like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would have brought it, but I was afraid it's going to get, like, you know. Damaged. I, I don't want it to get damaged. Yeah. I didn't have the right packaging for it. Yeah. But first ever paint. And I talk about, you know, growing up in Eagle Pass, the border. Mm-hmm. Talk about, like, drugs and my dad. It was one of my first ever paintings where I put a lot of paint into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there ever a time that you wanted to give up? Like, you were just like, nah, I kind of don't want to do this no more. I kind of want to do something else. Um. I would say never. Never? Never. Because yeah. this is, I've done, I've drawn all my life, mm-hmm. and I knew that if I would not have made it somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to make it through my art, and I knew that, because yeah. all my life out here, you're going to be an artist, you're going to be an artist, I didn't believe it, mm-hmm. I didn't believe, like, you know what they were saying, I wanted to play football, whatever, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm I'm very, I'm very motivated, I'm very, like, competitive mm-hmm. with it, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't give up that easy, and mm-hmm. if I give up, if I'm going to lose on something i'm gonna end up swinging you know yeah so uh yeah i'm just i'm just a motivated artist bro i see other people's stuff and i'm like you know i like that stuff now i gotta do better than them yeah you know what i'm saying just stuff like that but i always encourage you know what i'm saying i love working with other people and stuff yeah but was do you remember your first art piece that you kind of took a step back and were like yo like i can actually do this like I, i can do this for a long time yeah i think it was uh the first the first mural job i got and mm-hmm. that happened my first so I'm gonna give you a little timeline mm-hmm. I graduated 2014 and I started painting that May of 2014 that's my first ever painting yeah I took it in like hearing all the feedback to even have a Grandview uh, teacher come up to me and be mm-hmm. like cause they were, they were at the school for some reason yeah they're like you know you can get a scholarship just for this painting that right there drove me and I was motivated all summer you know mm-hmm. because I'm dealing with you know my mom's deportation mm-hmm. I'm dealing with my dad being in drugs being in jail back and forth and shit so I live with my Aunt Rita yeah. and I'm thinking like you know these paintings are my journals mm-hmm. and one day they're gonna be seen and maybe they'll be sold or maybe they might inspire other kids that went through what I went through yeah so go to college with the mentality that uh, I wanna be the best painter in the world mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that and I'm like yo I'm, it's not gonna be given to me I have to work hard mm-hmm. be the first one to show up in the art class start sketching start doing this get my brushes ready um, I took it like that and I started getting a lot of looks right away and to the point where I mean four months into going to college in Marshalltown mm-hmm. uh, this guy saw my art piece and he's like yo I want you to do this mural at my burrito shop that just opened yeah and I'm like, damn, I'm so new to painting. Because yeah. I was normally just drawing black and white. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And to be able to get that, I'm like, damn, this shit's hitting off right away. Yeah. So I did that mural. And, and Was that the mural you were talking about that you didn't? I didn't have the projector. Yeah, can you explain that story? Because I thought it was. So, yeah. yeah. I got hit up by, don't want to say his name, Mr. Burrito, we'll call Mr. him Mr. Burrito? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had me... Uh, I showed him the sketch that I was going to do. I'm over here thinking, okay, I'm going to get a projector, all this and that, whatever. You yeah. know, it's going to be cake. Mm-hmm. This dude is telling me he needs it done in this time frame because they're going to open right a couple of days. Yeah. So I'm over here thinking like, shit, how the fuck am I going to do it if you don't even have a projector to give me? Because mm-hmm. th- I thought he was going to give me a projector. He didn't give me a projector. So I was like, fuck it. I have to freestyle this. And it was, I'm telling you, bro, it was like 30 feet wide, probably like 20 feet high. Yeah. I'm in that bitch. Started right away. It was kind of like... Bro, I don't know, bro. I, I just, it, it was just like a mind fuck to me because I'm like, I have to do this shit right now. Yeah. It needs to get done in two days. Mm-hmm. And it's Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, this shit needs to get done by Saturday. Yeah. And I didn't live in Marshtown. I lived in Ames. Mm-hmm. 
So I just started freestyling, drawing it, drawing everything, and making sure everything was nice. Purpor- you know, luckily, Proportion. Yeah, proportions yeah. were right. Luckily, in class, the week before, we were doing proportions. So mm. I already had some knowledge of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we did that. I did that, draw, drew it out real quick, took a break, drank my little drink, started again, bro. Started yeah. painting it real quick. Mm-hmm. Ten, I'm telling you, 10 hours on a ladder, bro. Damn. And the thing is, bro, I came from I came from Ames to Marston, and I had to look fresh at school every day. Fresh kicks all the time. Yeah, had some of the freshest kicks I ever had on that day. I had to take them bitches off, bro. So I was yeah. on the ladder barefoot. Sheesh. My feet were hurting like a bitch, bro. Yeah. To the point where I put two car pe- two cardboard pieces together, taped it around my foot, and I said, "Fuck it, let's go." Damn. Yeah. And then I finished it. Luckily, did it look out how you wanted it to? Oh man, it looked better than yeah. I thought. There you go. Yeah. I was in a zone, bro. That's a zone that I can't really explain. But mm-hmm. once you get in that zone and you're, I don't know how to explain it, bro. It's like mama mentality. Man. Yeah. Once you're in it, bro, it's nobody can stop you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was there someone specifically that inspired you to create art growing up? Growing up, my brother. Yeah. Most definitely. And then um, just the, the, the people that were around me in high school. In mm-hmm. high school, bro, some of the best artists you'll ever see in in my entire life, bro. Yeah. We had this dude that was doing hyper-realism fucking yeah. junior in high school in my grade. Mm-hmm. We had this girl doing oil paintings and shit. Crazy as fuck. Yeah. And then there's me doing color pencil uh, pen drawings and shit. Yeah. I'm thinking my shit's hot. I'm mm-hmm. like, they're already ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are doing full portraits. Yeah. Yeah. So that really inspired me. And, and another thing that inspired me too was my senior year. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm cashing out with these with these drawings and stuff because I had gotten a scholarship to an art school, yeah. but that ended up dropping for personal reasons and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, look, I'm hot already because look, I got an art scholarship, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I go to these shows, the CIML uh, conference art show in Marshalltown. Yeah, all my team is winning, bro. All my people in my grade are winning awards, ribbons, trophies. Then the 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 what's it called? The media of mine, which yeah. was like a mixed media, mm-hmm. got selected up there or whatever. Like, they started talking about, oh, okay, well, we got mixed media now. Yeah. And obviously, I was in that category. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here thinking, okay, you know, we all we all winning over here. And shit. Yeah. Shout out to Ains High and shit. And then, nothing, bro. Not even honorable mention. No. Nothing. Damn. Anything. And that shit drove me crazy, bro, because I, like, from Marshalltown to Ains, it's about 50 minutes, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. Hearing them excited, bro, and like me fucking just down, like, they're over there cheering for each other, having those songs and shit. I'm like, damn, the whole my whole mentality changed right there. I'm like, yeah. gotta keep working. You gotta work harder. Gotta work harder. Yeah. Bro. No, I'm not giving up. Other people would have gave up right then and there. Like, oh, yeah. I need my mommy. Nah, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm grinding. For real. Um, I saw you also do a little bit of graphic design, but not as much as um, art. Um, you do graphic design, but not as much as you as you do kind of art. Yeah. Um, why is that? Like, how do you try and focus that out? So there's there's different ways I, I uh, there's just so many different things I do. So mm-hmm. um, I went to college first for uh, to get my BFA, Bachelor mm-hmm. of Fine Arts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just did two two years at Marshall Community College, and then I'm like, shit, I either got to go to UNI, Iowa State, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, um, all the money's in graphic design and shit. Didn't end up going to none of them. Went to DMAC. Yeah. Got my graphic design little certificate there. Got mm-hmm. a internship at a uh, broken arrows nice the, the uh, t-shirt place yeah and then as i was sitting there man i'm like shit i can't do this shit every day i can't sit my ass at this computer every day mm-hmm. luckily i was already going to graduate a week after me graduating bro oh no not a week a week before me graduating mm-hmm. this guy had hit me up he's like yo 
um, I'm just opening this new gym and I want this to be your bread and butter, bro. I want yeah. you to go crazy on it. I want characters. I want this, that, this. And then I was already going to graduate. So I had these jobs lined up. Mm-hmm. Like I had, I had pretty decent jobs lined up because the portfolio day, my portfolio was hot. Yeah. And uh, it was either get that job or get that mural. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sit my ass or get my ass up and do it. You know what I mean? So I went up there and did it, bro. I did that mural and shit. It took me all summer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I lost those jobs. I yeah. was still working at McDonald's. I worked at McDonald's for nine years. Yeah. Since I got in Ames. Yeah. You know, the four, whatever. Mm-hmm. Since I was able to work, I worked at McDonald's. Yeah. For like nine years, whatever. But yeah, luckily they gave me some time off to do all that shit, bro. Yo, so that's that's inspiring, yeah. man. Because yeah. there's a lot of times where people they'll choose like the easy route. Yeah. And and, and like I, I always say it, like the easy route is having a nine to five. Yeah. If you view it like that, at least that's how I view it. Because if you think about it, a nine to five, usually Monday through Friday, right? Yeah. And then the weekends you get off. Yeah. If you're grinding and you're doing like your art and you want to do your art stuff for yeah. a living, you really don't get time to. There's no time to waste, yeah. right? That's time to waste. So I, I feel like that too, which I, I think some artists don't think about it that way. Yeah. But yeah, and that's why I can never sit down, bro. I'm mm-hmm. never like sitting down watching TV unless it's like basketball. And shit. Yeah. But like, I have different ways of making you know art and mm-hmm. making money with that. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. attack it with the t-shirts. I can attack it with the painting. I can fuck around and do customs. Yeah. I can do jackets, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Other people yeah. don't view it as that. Other artists will be like. I'm gonna start my brand. I'm gonna stick to my brand. I'm gonna grow my brand. All right. Me, I want to attack it with. Look, I do my murals. I do mm. my jackets. I do my kicks. I do my logos. I do this and that. This and that. Yeah. So you're getting a package deal with whatever you're you're messing with. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I view that. Yeah, and I'm, and it's crazy that you're telling me that too because you when we were off air you were telling me that you saw those brushes and you're like, damn, I want to start painting yeah, right now. See, it's like I'm addicted to that, bro. Yeah. Like, I want to paint right now. You mm-hmm. know. And other people are not like that. Like I tell people when I go view uh, mural jobs, they're like. So when can you start? I'm like, shit, right now. If I go yeah. pick up my shit right now, I'll, go, yeah. I'll come right back and start mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, my, and luckily, I have my wife, bro, where she's like, she just helps me like put all this shit in categories. Yeah. Like, slow it down. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I'm just ready to go. And then like, wait, you haven't slept. Wait, you haven't eaten. Yeah. But you know, that's the hunger that I have for this shit. Like, yeah. I want to I wanna paint everywhere. I want people wearing my shit. Mm-hmm. I want my shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just the hunger and the term- determination that I have, yeah. you know. That's so. crazy because I'm the same way, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be ready to go if yeah, I have to go, go get shoes or anything. Yeah. And, like, it's good to have someone, like, a significant other to be like, hey, wait, wait. Did you forget your keys? Right. Or, like, just yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I can't even. Well, how am I going to go, bro? Yeah, like, you're still in your underwear. What the yeah. Fuck you <laughs> oh, shit. Goddamn. You right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I always, Shout out to the wives. Yeah, for real. Out there, for real. Um, I always like to see the mindset that an artist has. And when I like first saw your art show, like um, when I first saw your art at the show, yeah. at the um, event that we were just talking about, I was like blown away with like the details that you had, kind of like the storytelling that you were telling me. Um, and I wanted to ask, do you always have like a set mindset going into an art piece or do you kind of just go at it however? It's kind of like... Like it's kind of hard, bro, to explain mm-hmm. it like that. Cause when once I see a canvas, mm-hmm. I know exactly what I'm gonna do to it. Yeah. But then I don't know. Yeah. You know, the hardest part is starting, and then I'm like, you know, you just gotta start. Mm-hmm. Start thinking, start drawing and shit. Like I freestyle about like 75 percent of my shit, you know, mm-hmm. because all day either I'm working, driving, whatever the fuck, I'm thinking of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, once I see that canvas, this is what I'm gonna do to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. 
Yeah, that's about it, man. It's, yeah, it's just crazy, crazy mindset you gotta have. One hard thing too, um, we spoke about a little bit, a little bit uh, beforehand, was like commissions and like pushback. How do you deal with that? Like, if you've ever done a commission piece and like someone's like, I kind of want it this way, and you're like, well, it can't really work out this way. Yeah. Have you ever done dealt with that? I just want to make sure that their money's worth the talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I need half up front. You know yeah. what I mean? Because. I mean, this is what I do. This is what pays the bills. This is what feeds mm-hmm. my family. So you got to be straight up with me. Look, this is exactly what you want. You know, I need half up front. Let me start that real quick. Yeah. And then, like, if you want any changes, I send you the picture right away. Like, look, this is what I have. If you mm-hmm. need any changes, let me know right now. Because once I seal this shit, yeah. I'm not going to go over it again. Yeah. Or else it's going to be another charge. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you got to just be straight up with that, you know. Mm-hmm. With Especially with art and shit. We get right now, if I have to tell you right now, art here and where we're from iowa i haven't experienced it yet in chicago or whatever yeah um it's fast food season mm. and it's uh they want it fast and they want it pretty yeah you know what i'm saying a lot but of them want it cheap too and that's what i yeah that's yeah. where the fast food comes from you know <laughs> yeah I mean? so and that's that's how i view that shit that's why i have some some of the most affordable prices everybody's like you should change your price you change nah bro because look when i when i do pop-ups mm-hmm. you know shit i'm taking home I can't say the number, but I'm gonna, mm-hmm. say, I'm gonna tell you like three to five. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every pop up that I do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And if my price, if I had a painting for that much money, they're not gonna buy it. Yeah. They're not gonna buy it right then and there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, if I have these, they're affordable. You yeah. Know, I can't really say too much, but yeah, I just, I just, you know, I want to keep it affordable because there's kids that me like me that grew up with no money. That's right? what I was just gonna ask you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They grew up with no money, and I know everybody's like. Your, your art's worth this Your art's worth that No mm-hmm. But look listen bro The kids don't understand that right now yeah. You know what I mean And mm-hmm. I want to make sure They understand that first Yeah So when my shit grows up You know When it blows up a little bit more mm-hmm. My price is going to go up with it You know yeah. But Yeah that's what I was going to ask you too Because I view it Like that's why I, get, I started getting into sneakers When I was yeah. homeless Um And so, so when you do your prices You base it off of like You never you know what it is to struggle and not be able to afford yeah, stuff. So yeah. yeah. And and like, you know, I would buy stuff every yeah. paycheck from it one of my paychecks from McDonalds. Yeah. And there was stuff that I couldn't afford. You know. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't afford that fifty dollar Nike, just a simple logo Nike. You yeah. Know? I couldn't afford that. Yeah. I can afford a twenty five dollar long sleeve from mm-hmm. Siricaso. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's gonna build the experience. Like, you know, growing up, man, here, this is where I grew up. I was rocking Siricaso all the time mm-hmm. affordable the designs are crazy yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what it is with that yeah um another thing and we got into a little bit with the half of front yeah. uh, that artists deal with is um and i actually saw you mention it in your post was yeah. that whole like no discounts no homie hookups no family discounts uh what was the first t- time you ever experienced with it like someone trying to like down your price yeah. one and then also with that how did you deal with it like how did you tell the person like nah so I mean, there there is businesses that I did work for mm-hmm. that like you know growing up, man. Nobody's telling you how to fucking be an artist, bro. Yeah. Nobody knows how to be an artist when yeah. you're growing up. So I'm over here thinking like, okay, people are gonna pay me what I'm worth and stuff. So I want this much money. Mm-hmm. And then you get hit with the, okay, when you once you finish it, I'll give you the money. Mm-hmm. And then once you finish it, they're not giving you the money. They're giving yeah. you half of what uh, the fuck they, what you asked for. Yeah. You know, so growing up, I, like growing up as an artist or whatever in my college years. I would do these murals like the Mr. Burrito and mm-hmm. whatever, and they would. I would. I wouldn't even ask for nothing up front. I mm-hmm. would just go up there and do it because I didn't know, you know. Yeah. And at the end of the day, bro, I'd always be cheated out. I'd be like, 
I can't say the price, but mm-hmm. less than a thousand dollars for that big ass mural, mm-hmm. and you wanted it rushed, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just started thinking like that, and my wife helped me too because she was like, "Up front, you need to get money up front." Yeah, you know, you got to have like a deposit, cover your costs, materials, cost, material, yeah, and everything. I let everybody know that. Look, yeah, what they because people ask me like, "Why, why are you charging up front?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Look, materials, my time. I gotta like, get in the mindset for this shit too, mm-hmm. and you know, gotta make sure you're 100 percent with me." Yeah. So yeah, so. It's so, like that, and, and that's what I tell my family too. I'm like, look, just because we're family doesn't mean you don't have to, you know, hook me up too. You yeah, know what I'm saying like you, you don't no handouts, no handouts, bro. Yeah, you know, I don't get no handouts from nobody, mm-hmm. and I don't expect a handout from nobody. Yeah, I grind for my shit, and I understand that for sure. But when you're not mature and you don't realize that, you know, those are the people I want to stay away from. Yeah, you know, reason though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, Cause that that right there showed me like you know what I'm saying. You got to work harder, bro. Yeah, they don't see what you see. Mm-hmm. You know. Are there any times that you're frustrated with like creating something and you just like fuck it, like I'm not gonna do it? Shit. Sometimes, bro. Sometimes yeah. I just walk away or my art teacher would always tell me, get up, walk around, get mm-hmm. some water, you know, and I'll look at it again. Yeah. And then when you look at it again, you look at it way different. Yeah. Because you're sitting right there looking at it like this. Mm-hmm. When you back up, you look at it the whole picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh shit, I can change that. Yeah. You know, just take breaks. You gotta know when to take a break. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't, uh, you're gonna fry your fucking mind, bro. That's why a lot of these artists do drugs and shit when, yeah. they, when they paint. Cause that's how they know they'll be able to focus on that. Yeah, you know, like I'm not saying you can't focus it with the sober, but it's just like when you're sober, it's like your mindset is different. Different, yeah. You, know, you got other things going on for shit, sure. You know, yeah. Um, one thing I, I wanted to ask you too is if you could create an art piece for anyone or work with any, anyone in the world, whether they're dead or alive, who would it be? Shit, I would have loved to do a piece for Mac Miller, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Why Mac Miller? Uh, shit. I mean, he was gone too soon, bro. Mm-hmm. And just like, the first thing I say, obviously, he's, he's a great artist. He's a great, you know, rapper. Yeah. Um, very underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the drugs, we connect with that. Yeah. You know, some of the lyrics he says and shit, like uh, one of his album Faces. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that album? Yeah. So I hear that shit from start to finish every time I start a piece sometimes, you know? And just the shit he was saying, you know what I'm saying? And this was before he even knew anything was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's and, and sometimes in my pieces, bro, I'll put some shit in there that only my wife knows. You yeah, know? and and it'll be some shit like you know how I think I'm gonna pass away or yeah. how I think you know my life is gonna go mm-hmm. and shit like that. You know, and I feel like that's what separates me from a lot of people, and that's yeah. what separates him from a lot of people as well. Yeah. Um. You also started doing some uh, clothing stuff, like the hat that you have on right yeah, now. Yeah, Can yeah. you explain what you want to do with it and kind of the message behind it? So, like I said, bro, coming up from nothing, bro. Mm-hmm always like like how you told me earlier bro you, you always took care of your stuff you know what i'm saying because you valued them you yeah. know so that's how i was growing up and shit like uh the first pair of air forces i bought were at the pulga the mm-hmm. flea market flea market 11 dollars, bro and i took care of them motherfuckers bro i even put white out on them and made a different color like customized yeah. them nice. obviously the white out didn't stay crap yeah. and shit but i mean i in eighth grade i remember this moment um i told myself i wanted to have a brand mm-hmm. and and it wasn't siri Caso at the time it was uh Frosties, it was Lone Stars, mm-hmm. and it was another one. And these brands, like I've had, I have in my room, bro. I have folders and folders and folders where it says 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. the shit that I've done. You know, yeah. Uh, I've always wanted a brand. And in, in, in high school, um, freshman year of high school, we had three Mexicans on the team. Mm-hmm. You remember when the Big Three got together in Miami? The yeah, Puma, the Miami Heat Big Three. Yeah. So we were Latino Heat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, well, obviously from wrestling. From wrestling. Yeah, today, yeah. Bro. Latino yeah. Heat because we had uh, three Mexicans, you know, yeah. on the on the defensive line. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so 
that's where Latino he came from, and I made merch for that. Yeah. And the whole football team had that. Dope. Yeah, and then we continued it the sophomore year, and I still made another design for that Latino yeah. heat. Junior year, uh, we didn't do it, but senior year, we did it again. There you go. That's yeah. dope. That's that's cool. Yeah. So that that was, and my senior year of high school, I ordered all my shirts from Broken Arrows, and I made custom shirts. Like, I had custom shirts just by myself. I wasn't even planning on, like, releasing it. I was just yeah. like, I want shit my way, you know? Yeah. Dope. Um, I saw you also did art on like clothing. You said shoes too. Yeah. How is that different from just a regular canvas? And what made you want to do that? So, uh, just being in college and shit, um, mm-hmm. starting to paint and everything. And I'm like, I want to paint on jackets. Just just being hungry to paint on any surface, you know. Yeah. And then I saw a lot of people rocking custom kicks in mm-hmm. college and stuff. And I'm like, I can do that. Ended up doing it, and then I'm like. It started catching attention and stuff. Yeah. So I ended up doing a lot of commission shoes and stuff. And I watched a lot of retro sneakers. I yeah. watched a lot of uh, other people mm-hmm. that do customs. And I just learned how to do it the right way. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I, I have some sneak orders right now. But it's like, uh, it takes a lot longer than, than yeah. a canvas kind yeah. of thing. Because you have to sand it. You have to acetone it and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you got to get it right. You got to do multiple coats. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. Um I wanted to also ask you, is there a step-by-step process that you take with everything you do, or is it just just go full in, just whatever comes up? Mm, it depends. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really know how to answer that question, like step-by-step. Step. Yeah. Because I know some artists, like, they're like, okay, first I do a sketch. First I do this. But then I know other people that are just like, nah, bro, like, I just fuck it. Like, I think it. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, like I said, bro, I just freestyle everything, like. I did this design on the t-shirt. I yeah. did that on Illustrator. I was just fucking around yeah. just with the brush tool. Mm-hmm. And then that, that ended up coming coming out. Yeah. And a lot of these paintings right here, just I let the brush touch the canvas, and the, the canvas always tells me what time it is. Yeah. Dope, so, dope. Yeah. Um, you recently started doing more art on glass, too. Yeah. Um, was there, like, new techniques you had to learn? Because I know you were telling me about the... Um, the tea that the one that you did for me yeah 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 was there new techniques that you needed to learn and how was it kind of frustrating at first so at first starting with the with the glass paintings uh, yeah i saw it on tiktok mm-hmm. and i was like fuck it those look pretty cool pretty easy yeah um i didn't know that we had to uh like use a lot of paint like a lot of globs of paint mm-hmm. you know because if you if you were just painting regular you'd be smearing the bottom coat of it you know mm-hmm. so you have to do globs of it and you can't really get too detailed um yeah, it's just a whole different process and stuff, but but the end end result is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I just did a a big glass painting for mm-hmm. high class glass. Yeah, it was like five feet long. Damn. He's like, how long you been doing glass? I'm like, shit, two weeks ago. That's <laughs> but you see how like that shit. Just, yeah. You, know, you just start posting shit like that, and people always want stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm always trying to post like at least every day or, yeah. or you know shit like that because I'm it, always painting. Bro, this is what I do in real life. Yeah. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you want to do in the future? A car. A car? But, oh, shit. <laughs> but I got, uh, so the show that's going on, it's August 14th. Mm-hmm. We're having the Lowrider Club. Uh, they're called Local Local Lowriders here in Des Moines. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're coming to our show, or my show. And what one of our agreements was that if he does the show, that I could do the hood. Mm. And I'm like, say less. That's all you yeah. have to say. Damn. So, yeah, you'll, you'll see my art on yeah. a car. Yeah. Have you put that out there yet? That you're gonna do that? The show? Yeah, like the hood thing. Oh no, 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 not yet. Okay. I gotta meet up with them. Let them know what yeah. time it is. Right? Yeah, yeah, we we'll talk sure. ideas. But once that happens, then mm-hmm. I'll promote the hell out of that. Yeah. 
Um, would you do other forms of art besides you said you did you wanted to do a car um, but like instead of painting would you want to construct something and sculptures sculptures yeah yes I I tried uh, I had bought some clay or whatever from Michaels mm-hmm. I made this action figure crazy as fuck looked dope bro yeah and then it cracked and broke Damn. so I kind of gave it up right then and there yeah but I'm gonna go back into it because mm-hmm. I want to do sculpting Sculpt- I want to do some resin art too you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh but I really want to mess with sculpture. Like, yeah. That'd be fucking crazy, bro. Something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Yeah. What's been the toughest art piece that you've done before that were like you're like, damn, I don't know if I can do this. Like it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of out of me to do. Shit, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I can't do it, then I'm just like doubting myself. Yeah. You know? So you always feel, have a mindset like you I always can, have a mindset that I can do anything. Yeah. You know, even when I'm doing those big murals and I'm on a fucking scaffold and shit. Yeah. And I'm like on my tippy toes, like, like trying to get that. Up yeah. There and shit. Like, yeah. I'm always thinking like you know, like this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah. You know? And I'm I'm a fucking I'm afraid of heights, bro. Same. I'm gonna say it right then and there. Yeah. This fucking when I did that big gym, I was up like, I don't know. I was probably up like 20 feet, bro, mm-hmm. painting that shit. But I couldn't get the top right there because I wanted to make sure everything looked good. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get that top level, bro. I was on my tippy toes. The shit was moving like that. And I was just like, like that, bro. Like, you know. But yeah. I feel like, you know, having that mindset that, you know, mm-hmm. you're one of the best to do it. So yeah, you got to do it. For sure. Uh, where would you like your art to take you uh, in the future? Like, what would, is there an end, is there an end goal with it? Or like? I want to take it. I want to take it everywhere yeah you know but when i take my art with me i want to take other people with me as well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying the people that i've impacted or yeah. people that have impacted me mm-hmm. you know i always want to continue to do what i'm doing now like if i have success with the with the mural or yeah. I have success with the clothing drop you know i get back to my community by doing shows mm-hmm. and i always want to get back to my community because you know i i was once uh, a young young kid looking up to whoever you know mm-hmm. And if there's an artist in my community that you can look up to, you know how many artists there are, art kids that there is in this world, you know? Yeah. They have an artist in their community they can look up to, like, look, Sir Casa doing this, Sir Casa yeah. doing that, that, this, and third. And he's hosting his own events, mm-hmm. you know, where I can go and look and get inspired by other artists that he brings out, shit like that. For sure. Yeah. I, lo- I love that, man. I love yeah. that. Um, and I ask that because I feel I've met people before where they're kind of like just in their own bubble. Right. So they're like, Oh, I just wanted to make money. I wanted right. to, you know, do this. But you actually want to inspire other people. Right, yeah. Yeah. Do you think you needed someone like that when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. I needed, yeah, I needed something like that because, like I said, there was nobody in my city doing that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they were doing that, they are very self-centered. Said, and, like, and yeah. They didn't give a fuck about this young-ass kid. They're just worried about a dollar. Like, yeah. It's not about the dollar, you know what I'm saying? For it's sure. about the kid you impact. Mm-hmm. You know? Another question I, I ask um, those who come on the podcast right. is where would you like to see yourself in 10 years and, yeah. and people think about 10 years like it's a long time but it goes by quick it goes by quick so yeah so yeah. Where, where would you like your art or yourself to be in 10 years shit i got big dreams and goals so let me start with this one yeah i want to own a screen printing shop mm-hmm. you know because i know how to screen print mm-hmm. uh screen printing shop i want to also mix that with the design shop kind of like just just a crazy sh- shop where people can come paint and, and do all that stuff Ho- hold some classes there if i have to yeah and then I want to just be able to, you know, travel the world mm-hmm. and paint everywhere, yeah. do murals everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I want them to, I want to get to the point where they're like, you know, Siri Casa, we want you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've had that point now, you know, when people hit me up for murals, they mm-hmm. tell me they want me. But I want that more from around the world and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. 
I want them bad, but I can't be thirsty. As yeah, well. that's <laughs> you know true. what I'm saying? Because they're that's gonna be true. like, "This is just another artist." You know? Yeah, I'm not gonna choose him. It's just another artist. Yeah, that's Put your application, and we're not gonna read it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of to wrap things up, uh, the last question that I always ask people is, if you could have a last word, kind of like a word of inspiration or something like that, what would it be to those who are listening who know who you are or don't know who you are? I mean, just continue to do what you love to do. You know, mm-hmm. nothing should stop you from doing what you love to do, especially yeah. if you love to do it. I mean, there's going to be bumps in the road, but shit, just think you're in a big ass truck, man. You're going over them bumps yeah. and shit. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So uh, just continue to do what you want to do, man. Don't listen to the haters or anything like that. Uh, if you're an artist, make sure to charge up front. You yeah. Know what I'm saying that's how you know who's real, and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, keep working on your craft and shit. You know, one day you never know, it might just pop up. You For know? sure. You might just blow up. Yeah. And have a social media presence. Make sure you post. Uh, get content everywhere and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, I always thank everyone that comes on here um, and just, like, taking time out of your day, bro. Because, yeah. like you said, you you got things to do. I'm right. sure commissions and stuff like that. Um, so, I want to thank you for coming on, yeah, of course. No like, thanks yeah. for, like, taking pictures. It's cool. It's cool to see that, bro. I always wanted to have that. So, like, yeah. have someone taking pictures and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, but I can't leave this episode without giving you a plug like oh, yeah. you can plug your stuff you can plug your stuff too if yeah, you want yeah. um to kind of like have people who don't know who you are or whatever the the thing may be where can people find you yep. the, all your social media you can go ahead and plug that yeah so my instagram is at siricaso yes i-r-i-c-a-s-s-o mm-hmm. facebook the same thing if you want to get on Snapchat, you can get on Snapchat, but I'm going to tell you my Snapchat real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really be getting on Twitter, but if you want to follow me at Syriaco Garcia, yeah, that's about it. For sure. Yeah. Did, you, did you want to plug anything? Yeah. You want to get on Yeah, Snapchat? yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come on, let me get on the bike real quick. Let me take a picture of you, man. <laughs> yeah, just find me on IG at Rodney underscore Washington underscore Jr. You got to sit down my Twitter, uh, I post on Twitter because IG be messing up the photos. That's just at Rodney Norris twenty on Twitter. For sure. So you were you were just talking about too about doing some uh, photography. Um, so I think it's gonna be dope. I gotta have you on the podcast yeah. now for sure yeah. to get your own episode. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on here, man. Like it's it's cool to see this and. I like that um, he was telling me like that you've been supporting for forever. So so yeah, I like that. So thank you guys both for you know um, for coming, taking time, and coming out here. So appreciate that. Till next time, peace.